Welcome back to Building Billions. Today, I want to share with you how you turn an entry-level job, making maybe 50K a year, into an executive role, making hundreds of thousands of dollars in just five short years. What does the path look like? I originally recorded this via the YouTube. So if you wanna see the visual for this, you should totally check it out on YouTube. But for now, enjoy this listening experience of Building Billions. Let's talk about how you go from an entry-level team member to an executive in under 36 months. Now, if you're a business owner, this is what you should be creating for every single one of your team members. It is the picture of what's possible for them. This interview should be fantastic to where Bob is like, I'm so excited to join this organization. So Bob is joining your company and within the first 90 days, that's what you got. You got 90 days to share with Bob the only thing that Bob cares about. Now let's think about this for a second. What do you think Bob cares about? Do you think Bob cares about how much money you're making? Do you think Bob cares about understanding every little detail of his job description? Do you think he cares about all of the onboarding meetings that he has to have with team members to explain what the previous person was doing in his role and how he's gonna be great in his current role. Do you think that's what Bob really cares about? No, that is not what Bob cares about. And yet, it's what we focus on when we're onboarding people in the first 90 days. And you might even be shitty at doing that, if we're really honest. Your first 90 days of onboarding, is it dialed in with your company? If it's not, maybe I'll make my next video on how to create a great onboarding plan, but Let's talk about what Bob really cares about. In that first 90 days, all he wants to know is what is my opportunity? What does winning at this organization mean for Bob? So how we do this is it's called an employee maturity model. This is what happens in this 90 days of onboarding during this time frame right here. Oh, it didn't become red. There we go. This is only video number two with the writing thing, but I'm into it, I'm liking it. In this first 90 days, one of the most important things that we're gonna talk about is this thing called the PPF process. That stands for personal, my handwriting's gonna get real whack, professional and financial goals. We call them PPF goals. Bob cares about his goals, And Bob wants to understand how on earth he is going to achieve those goals through working inside this organization. That is what we call the EMM, which is referred to as the employee maturity model. Think of this as career pathing. What does it look like for somebody to join an organization as an entry-level team member and actually become an executive, actually become a leader, how they can become somebody who runs a team and goes to the next level. This is an example of visually what an employee maturity model looks like. So what I'm gonna do with Bob is I'm gonna say, Bob, you are, what should we make Bob? Bob's gonna be a marketing manager. Bob starts, Bob's making as a marketing manager, let's say Bob's making 
$85,000 a year. Bob is interested in what's going to take for him to become a senior marketing manager. That's going to be important to Bob. He wants to know what he has to do in order to make this transition here. But to really get Bob's mind share, Bob is going to want to know, okay, from a senior, what's, what's next? And then from a director, what's next? And from a senior director, what's next? You see, we have team members in our organization, most of the team members inside our marketing team have expressed interest in becoming, this fancy title right here, CMO, Chief Marketing Officer. Most business owners hire the $85,000 marketing manager and they give that person the title of not marketing manager, they give them that title of CMO. You are not paying a CMO $85,000 a year. There is no person that is making $85,000 a year that is a true chief marketing officer. You just overtitled them. And now, instead of working through all of the things that they would need to work through in order to get the skill set to become a chief marketing officer, you've just capped them at their title. So we're not gonna do that anymore. If you've made that mistake, it's okay. A lot of people make that mistake. You wouldn't be the first, you probably won't be the last. But when you bring somebody on, this is the importance of actually knowing and understanding what the market is paying for the competency and the skill set that you're hiring for. Because they should be able to see, and I'm just gonna make this up for, for numbers purposes right now, how to go from 85 to 95 to 105. I don't know why I keep like getting ahead of myself to 115, you get the point. And then from senior director, they move into vice president, senior vice president, executive vice president. This journey is shared with the person at the beginning. And now what's really cool is what you can do is specifically lay out what is required of that person to go from a marketing manager to a senior marketing manager, all with the hopes of and the full acknowledgement of the goal being CMO. Well, in order to be a CMO, you have to gain skills. You have to acquire knowledge, experience, skills that allow you to get paid at the level of a CMO. If we were to take the Starbucks CMO, the Apple CMO, the Wendy's CMO, the Chick-fil-A CMO, and compare them to somebody who's making $85,000 a year inside the field of marketing, what would be the difference if you put those two people in a room and ask them about marketing strategy? You think that there would be a noticeable difference? Of course there would be. The person who is properly titled at, at, as a CMO, in those organizations, I mean, they're, they're easily in the eight-figure range. A true CMO is making eight figures a year, seven to eight figures a year of large, massive organizations, Tesla, Amazon, et cetera. So if you're thinking about how I develop somebody, you have to take baby steps to add skills that are the things that your organization needs the most. At $85,000 for this marketing person that you've hired, this is Bob, remember Bob from the previous page? Here, we'll make Bob look more like Bob because he's, he's not really looking as Bobish as he was two minutes ago, but now Bob's back. So if we're taking Bob, we don't need him to randomly add skills to himself to make him a senior marketing manager. The skills he needs to add have to be specific to what your business would pay more for. So then how do you sit down in the beginning of 
conversations with Bob to get him up to speed on what's currently happening with marketing, but what it would be required, what would be required of him to add $10,000 of income for himself and X amount, I'm put a question mark, for the company. All of a sudden, when you look at breaking it down like that, you can become really targeted and very specific about what somebody needs to do in order to make more money in your organization. If Bob needs to wants to make an additional 10,000 to become a senior marketing manager, okay, what would Bob need to do in order to add, maybe in your business, that looks like $50,000 of revenue to your organization? Now, sometimes team members don't quite understand why they'd need to be able to help generate 50,000 in order for them to take home 10,000 because the understanding of payroll and insurance and paying for building costs and GNA expense, like that's not health insurance, all of that. That stuff's not necessarily real to your team members. So that's also a very valuable thing to explain to somebody who is in an entry level role so that they can become and start thinking with what it takes to become an executive and to really understand how value is created. So if we know that Bob wants to make an additional $10,000 and that's what, would that's what would be required of somebody who is now a senior marketing manager, what does Bob need to do to add $50,000 of revenue to your business? Could Bob learn sales funnels? Could Bob learn workflow automations? Could Bob learn and find a better way to uh, acquire leads that cost less to generate that $50,000 in additional revenue for your organization? You would have no problem paying Bob more if he had this skill set. No problem. Like that's, that's a great deal for you. It's a great deal for Bob. And it's a great deal for you because you've married in the middle of what he's wanting and what the organization is wanting. I find that business owners don't have these conversations because they don't actually know what it would take to do this, to add this $50,000. Well, I don't know. What's Bob supposed to do? If you're in that boat with a position that isn't marketing, maybe it's a recruitment position, maybe it's a bookkeeping position, it's one of those more ancillary roles that you're not really sure what it would take for that person to add a skill set that would make them more valuable so that they could get paid more. That's okay. I don't know where you get taught this stuff. Most people never get taught this stuff. So it's okay that you don't know. But what's not okay is for you to avoid having the conversation just because you don't know and you don't want to be put in an uncomfortable position where Bob is saying, I want to make more money and you don't understand what it would look like. In that specific situation, what Bob should be doing is saying to you, I want to make an additional $10,000 and I recognize that in order for me to do that, I'm gonna to have to add skill sets. So here are my three ideas of what I could work on in this business to make more money. Let Bob propose to you where he could see efficiencies in the accounting department or in the recruitment department or in the HR department or in the fulfillment department or in the ops department. There's a marriage between what the person sees, what the opportunity is, but you very clearly saying, okay, value needs to be created. So you tell me, because you're the subject matter expert, what value could be created that would allow us to get there. These conversations go so well with team members because it's showing and demonstrating that you care about what they care about. And remember what that is? What they care about, your team members, is the opportunity. 
What is the opportunity? And when you are fighting to figure out the opportunity alongside them, even if you don't have the answers, and let's just be honest, most of the time you don't have the answers. I recognize that in our own company. Most of the time I don't have the answers. I don't know specifically, exactly, targetedly what needs to happen. That's okay. But when you're taking two smart people who have similar interests, meaning growth for the organization and growth for the individual, you can find ways and create projects and create opportunities that get that person to where they wanna go. As you figure out how to do this, this is the game that you are now playing because it's not just Bob, it's Sally. Oh, Sally looks great. Sally's got a big forehead. It's Sally and then it's Mary and Susan and Joey and Bob and Tanner and all of these other people who get even more excited. I'm gonna give Sally four exclamation points. Sally is more excited than even Bob was in joining your organization because Sally has heard from Bob, Sally has heard through promotions of your organization that you take people, ordinary people, and you help them achieve extraordinary results. You have shown Bob how to go from making $85,000 a year to $140,000 a year in a very short amount of time. In 36 months, in 24 months, you've taken somebody who just didn't know but had ambition and had desire and had this interest in becoming a better version of themselves and you've really created a true organization that's built off of leadership. Because our definition of leadership is making other people's success easy. When you do this, you are making Bob's success easy. And then you tell the story of what happened with Bob. And when you tell the story and become known as an organization that creates Bob's and that helps people like Bob do more than they ever thought was possible, you're not gonna have a hard time finding all of these other people who are gonna raise their hand and say, that's what I want too. And then these people, I'm gonna try to draw these as fast as I can, just multiply because you're creating a workforce and a legacy and a story of all these people who are doing remarkable things and bringing others along with them to help you and your business grow.